0: You've got three minutes. Have you got three minutes? So Someone said to me the other day, he said, I never know now when to put the chicken on for. <laughs> and John, would you appreciate standing there for me when I'm. T- <laughs> I think you did quite well, Cow, really. I'd like John. Everyone would like a John just to stand behind when you're talking. That would be quite nice, wouldn't it? That would be quite nice. Oh, that's not sounding nice. Um, that's a little bit better. Aren't you grateful to hear what god's doing Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. yeah grateful to hear yeah. what god's yeah. doing in yeah. this place that he's working he's moving he's living he's breathing and i just love him and i've just got a few things to share because i believe they're relevant i didn't bring this this morning just in case says forgot the communion some people oh I, d- I trusted you to do communion this morning don't i but this is kind of relevant okay this is relevant Okay, this is what I want you to what, want to leave with you. It's from the feeding of the 5,000. Now, I know a lot of you think, well, I know that story. I know that. I know that. But this is what I want to leave. See, Jesus in Matthew 14. This is what Jesus does. The people come to him and we, we can see that. And we talked recently about seeing our lives as Jesus sees it. Seeing ourselves as Jesus sees us. And it says here that Jesus saw the great multitude and he had compassion upon them. He was moved with compassion. I want to tell you this morning that Jesus is moved with compassion for you. And Dave Noble messaged me here saying that as people were coming, he believed that there were some people here saying that their baggage was too insignificant. Insignificant. And Jesus is saying that cast all your burdens upon me. There's nothing that's too insignificant that you can leave at my feet. Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw the multitude. Now Jesus had just heard that John the Baptist, his cousin and his dear friend, had been beheaded. And you can kind of say, well, God, why couldn't you have healed him? Why couldn't you have saved Jesus knows our very innermost being. He understands you. He gets you. He was human. He felt emotions, and this is when the feeding of the five thousand happened. Jesus had just heard the news that had devastated him. He was in pretty much in grief. The disciples had took John's body and they had buried him. So, when the feeding of the five thousand, and we read that, it's almost like this is the wake. This is like after the funeral service, pretty much. So, but Jesus was moved with compassion. And when the disciples come, I can kind of understand when the disciples said, well, send them away, Lord. And we kind of think, well, that sounds really harsh. But when you understand that they had just buried their friend, you can kind of get a little bit of a sense. Can you? I can. They're thinking, well, no wonder they said send them away. The hour's late. I can't deal with this at the moment. I'm grieving. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm, I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling, God, where's this going? Can you understand that? Yeah, you can. And this is what Jesus does. He says, you give them something to eat. And when they found the five loaves and two fish, Jesus says, bring it here to me. Bring it here to me. And it says that, this is what I want you to see. That he says that he took it. He took the loaf. He took the fish. He took the loaf that they gave. He took it. And then it says that he looked upwards. He looked up and he was thankful for the little that had been given. See, in my life, very often I would complain. (laughs) I would complain and think, is that it? That's all we've got? Two fish, five loaves, is that it? But look at what Jesus did. Jesus didn't complain about it, but he thanked God for it. That to me says wow in my life sometimes when something seems insignificant just thank him thank him for the little bit for the little good report for the little thing that you hear that's good thank him for it so he took it he thanked god for it then he said he broke it he broke it i'm going sorry glenn i'm going to make a bit of a mess here but he broke it so he took it he blessed it He broke it and then he gave it. And this is what I want you to understand this morning. See, I've heard this already as people saying it it was breaking me. And there are situations sometimes in our lives that it feels like it's breaking you. But I want you to understand that in the breaking, there's blessing. In the breaking, there is blessing. They go together. And Jesus, first of all, there's a process because first of all he blessed it and then he broke it. And in your life, this morning, as I as I finish and we can have a tea and a coffee, I want you to understand this that it's not mentioned in the text, but it's implied. There was one thing that never changed. There was one thing that never changed in this narrative. See, as he took it, as he blessed it, as he broke it, the bread never left his hands. The bread, Chloe, never left his hands, Ali. And I want to tell you today, if it's breaking, I want to tell you what this says to me is you're still in his hands. <laughs> when it was, seemed all was lost with Izzy, you were still in his hands. When you said it was breaking you, you were still in his hands. That thing today that may feel like it's breaking you, I want to tell you, be thankful. He blessed it and he broke it, but the bread never left Jesus' hands. And that to me brings great encouragement, Pete, to say that even when I'm breaking, I'm still in his hands. I'm still in his hands. So when we look to the promiser, when we look to our healer, When today maybe some disappointments may have happened, when your hopes may be dashed, when some things are breaking, know that you're still in his hands. You're still in his hands and in the breaking, and I haven't got it on the screen, but in the breaking, if you can spell the last four words of breaking, there's a word in there called king. (laughs) King. And if you're breaking in here today, there's a purpose to it. There's always a purpose in the breaking. God never does anything careless. See, Rosie, a few years ago, we had a remote control car, and I love that remote control car. And she was whizzing around with it, and she thought, I wonder if it floats in water. (laughs) And so she put this car in water, and it was spinning and spinning, and it broke. And I was gutted, Celestine, I didn't like, I was gutted that this car broke. Oh See, we're careless. But when God breaks us, <laughs> when God breaks us, yeah. there's always a purpose. Amen. Yeah. But when he breaks us, he doesn't leave us. No. We're in his hands. Yeah. Let's stand to our feet, please, because I need you to hear that. Yeah. That in the breaking, there's a king. K-I-N-G there's a king and if you just close your eyes please I thank you that we've run over but God's moved and he's ministered this morning but I want you to see that picture to be an encouragement to you today that in the breaking he's breaking you for a purpose it may be your pride your stubbornness that he's breaking but it may be your hurts and your dreams and your desires and your hopes that you may be feeling today are starting to crumble that are starting to slip out of your grip but i want to tell you today don't be afraid be encouraged that it's still in his hand it never left his hand you've never left his hands you're still in his hands today in that breaking process. So Lord, we thank you today. We thank you for hearing testimonies of your goodness over Wendy, your goodness over Carol and John and the family. Lord, we pray again for family salvation, that you are working all things together for good. But Lord, for those here today that may have not felt strong enough within themselves to respond to you. It's the illustration of the bread in my hands, that Lord let them know that they are still in your hands yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. you are still in his hands this morning. He's never let you go. No, never. Never. He's never let you go. And he'll never let you go. Because he loves you. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Because you're precious, because he's got compassion on you. You move him. You move him Hallelujah. to act. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Jesus. Can you say thank you this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That you have the words of life. And I'll say it again, yes. Lord, where else can we go? You've got the words of eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's now you who live in us, Lord. It's Christ who lives in me and it's Christ who lives in you. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And you can walk in that newness of life today. That's the promise. The promiser. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You've never let us go. You're so precious, Lord. You're so precious, Lord. Amen.